From COK Studios in Kurt Anderson's cloakroom, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the upcoming visit of Pope Francis to the United States. We'll also consider an amazing archaeological discovery that was found while mapping the landscape around Stonehenge. And we'll consider why there are so many ants in my house. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Amnesty International Airlines, working to protect people wherever justice, freedom, truth, and dignity are denied with a unique and first-class flying experience. Now with daily flights from Syria to France, Greece, and Germany. And an uncashed check for $15 from my Nana that I found in a pile of old birthday cards. Thanks, Nana. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Pope Francis will make his first visit to the United States as pontiff later this month, and enthusiasm for his arrival is being felt by both Catholics and non-Catholics alike. Throughout his time as Pope, he has made many progressive pronouncements. His statements on gays and lesbians, income inequality, and abortion have earned Francis many fans outside of the Roman Catholic Church. Many also praise the Pope for talking about the problems of the world's poor and for living in a modest apartment as opposed to the usual Vatican splendor. Cordell Nutbrock investigated what Americans are saying about Francis ahead of his visit and how his bold words are having an impact. In February, a poll by the Pew Research Center showed Pope Francis's approval rating at 74% among white Protestants and 68% among people with no religious affiliation at all. This month, when the Pope goes to Philadelphia for the World Meeting of Families, he will meet some of those people who are seeing the papacy in a whole new way. Oh, I think he's great. He's just so down to earth. He's the kind of Pope you could just sit down and have a glass of Chardonnay with while he washes your feet and asks you about your day. Patty Simcox is one of the non-Catholics that is excited for Francis' arrival. He's breaking down so many barriers that have driven people away from the Catholic Church. He's modern. He sees the way the world is headed and is trying to cultivate a message of love and acceptance. Well, do you plan to try and see the Pope when he comes to Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. He's staying over at my neighbor's house, the Johnsons. They're old friends of Francis. They're going to have a little block party when he gets in town. It's a potluck, so I'm going to bring my famous artichoke dip in a bread bowl. The bread bowl symbolizes the body of Christ, and the artichoke dip is so good it'll make you want to die for our sins. Staying true to his humble roots, Pope Francis will be staying at the home of his old friends, Dan and Annette Johnson, in a suburb of Philadelphia. This will allow him to save money and get in touch with regular, hard-working Americans like Patty Simcox. The Pope has been invited to the U.S. many times, but this time worked out best. His old friends Dan and Annette Johnson are graciously allowing him to stay in their guest room on the fold-out sofa. Vatican aide Father Paolo Marconi says that it's silly for Pope Francis not to come for a visit when he has a free place to stay. All His Holiness will have to cover is his airfare, because his meals are covered by the conference. I'm sure he'll take the Johnsons out to dinner as a thank you, but other than that it's a very affordable trip. To stay connected to the common man, Father Marconi says that the Johnsons are planning lots of fun activities to do while he's staying with them. 
In addition to the block party, they will likely take a trip to the mall by their house and visit Dan at his office. Local Catholics are being inspired by Pope Francis as well. Bernie Pignatelli owns a store that sells religious goods in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, we love him. Ever since he became Pope, our store has been jumping. We've doubled our profits here at Our Lady of Perpetual Discounts. Well, what kind of things have you been selling a lot of? Pictures of the Pope, statues, Mobile matchbox cars, you name it, we got it. The top selling item right now is Pope on a Rope. It's a great unscented soap that'll help you wash your sins away. Do you plan to have any special items for the Pope's visit? Oh yeah, I got some great stuff. I don't want to give away too much, but uh, we got these Pope Francis mini communion wafers with cheddar cheese and peanut butter, and uh, we got some really fun uh, glow stick crucifixes. But given all of this support, it seems as if everyone is ready to embrace Pope Francis when he comes to visit later this month. However, some would still like to see him back up his words with actions that continue the Catholic Church's march into the 21st century. For COK News, I'm Cordell Nutbrock in Philadelphia. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. In the biggest find yet in a project to map the landscape near Stonehenge, researchers have found a row of up to 90 standing stones, some of them nearly 15 feet tall. The huge stone assembly is less than two miles from Stonehenge, and scientists say it could be as old or older than the famous monument. Dinah chatted with Sir Miles Dugray Scott, who is on the team of researchers. Sir Miles, we're so glad you could join us today. I'm happy to be here. Your team found the remains of a major new prehistoric stone monument, less than three kilometers from Stonehenge. Tell us about it. Well, using cutting-edge multi-sensor technology, we've revealed evidence of a large stone monument hidden beneath the bank of the Durrington Wall's Superhenge. How does this compare with other henges you've worked on? Oh, it's quite the henge. We don't think there's any henge quite like this henge anywhere else in the world. Describe the henge, if you would. Certainly. This new henge has 90 standing stones, which is remarkable. As henges go, it could be contemporary with the famous Stonehenge Sarsen Circle or an even earlier henge. We just don't know how old of a henge it is at this point. What is Sarsen? It's a type of sandstone block that's been found around that region in England and is good for henge building. Is that what henges are typically made of? Yes, that's correct. My colleagues and I in the Henge Hunters Henge Fund also discovered a shadow stone henge less than 3,000 feet from the famous henge when we saw a telltale flange sticking out of a hedge. You found an underground henge sticking out of a hedge? Not me. My colleague Reg tripped on a flange sticking out of the hedge and hit his head on the henge. I see. And last year, we found 17 other ritual monuments in the same area. Were any of those monuments henges? Indeed they were. There were many henges hidden behind hedges. It's truly remarkable that there are so many henges in such a small area. Hence, we can conclude that these early people were henge builders, but we still don't know enough about them. Why henges? Henges have a special significance, but the discovery of all the new henges makes it even more unclear as to what the henges were used for and who built the henges. Do you think uncovering this latest henge will help you solve the mystery surrounding Stonehenge and the other henges? We hope so. Henge. Sir Miles, good luck with your henges. Thank you very much. For updates on Sir Miles's team and their henge discoveries, Visit Henge.org or download their mobile app, iHenge. Stonehenge.
that's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, check out our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can also get breaking news from the COK team on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and subscribe to the podcast at Stitcher Radio and at iTunes. If you'd like to donate to Consider Our Knowledge, go to our homepage and click the Support COK button and make a secure $5 monthly donation via Patreon. The Consider Our Knowledge team includes Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Natalie Thorpe, Emily Clausen, Hobart Willis, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. All his holiness will have to cover on his airfare and his medicament.